for anyone listening, um, we recorded the last episode two days ago. Mari, here's my question for you. Did you watch the same movie I did this time? Yes, I did watch the same movie this time. I watched... I watched uh, Star Wars, you watched... The Troopers. Fuck. Well, you watched uh, Stormtroopers instead of Starship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't the same thing? There's like... There's there's war, there's casualties, there's big bugs. Space. I honestly... It's maybe, it may as well be the, the same fl- movie. The final Star Wars has a big... Um, Snail man, so that counts as a bug if nothing else. I don't know if Chubba the Hutt is a bug. I was or... literally about to say Chubba the Hutt is bug-like. Is he a bug or like larvae-like? A vertebrate? No, not that. Not the word I'm looking for. An inner, in, 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 like not an exoskeleton. A lizard. What is Chubba the Hutt? Leave your comments down below. Yeah. <laughs> Hit that subscribe I think bell and I think give, give us a thumbs up. Yeah, I think he's a slug, personally. Yeah, and Star Wars loves the slugs. Yeah, they like they don't have enough bugs in Star. That's that's the biggest issue with Star Wars. There's not enough bugs in Star Wars. Apparently, there's a fucking ant in Mandalorian. I haven't. I so you know bug representation. Bug- <laughs> We're here for the bug rep only. I've only seen like the first um, two episodes of the Mandalorian. And then I then Rise of Skywalker came out, and I had to take a break from Star Wars as a, as a whole. So I need to go back at some point. Did you ever see? No, I didn't. Rise of Skywalker. But the amount of talk. Oh, you're so blessed. Yeah, I know. We're gonna do it on the podcast one day. But the amount of talk that we had mm. about the Rise of Skywalker made me swear off Star Wars. I never saw it. Like I stopped at the Last Jedi because yeah. I realized that that was gonna be the perfect ending, and everything else was gonna upset me. Right? Yeah. So I never saw it. I <laughs> haven't seen Mandalorian because it's on Disney Plus and I try not to give Disney any more money than I have. <laughs> I don't pay for my Disney Plus. My brother pays for the family's Disney Plus. That's a that's good use. Yeah, any Disney movies we do, which are far and few between. Um, we use that account. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we have used that account. We I, used Star I, Wars I, on that account. Yeah. <laughs> You've leached off my brother's Disney Plus account. I have. <laughs> what a bold statement I'm making. <laughs> Leech off of your family's um, Disney Plus. Um, I feel like in my viewfinder, like in the in the little thing, I look like the host of Bim- Binging with Babish. Like I look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I see myself as. Is he not called Babish? Huh? No, he's not they... called. No. He's not called Babish. He has a different name. That was his Reddit username. Mind blow. <laughs> Are you not in on the Babish lore? I don't actually know what his real name is. If I'm binging with him, I would assume his name is Babish. <laughs> are we called Miss, you know, are we called, what, we're not called, wait, never mind. My last name is Swamp, sorry. <laughs> my name is Mari it's Swamp. It's in the title. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the titular Swamp. Wait, sorry, my my last name is It Up. <laughs> my name <laughs> is Mari It Up. It's such like a fortunate con- right? coincidence. A great coincidence. Happened. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to Swamp It Up, the podcast where we watch movies 
I compare them to the uh, our accepted canon of the Shrek universe, which is Shrek One <laughs> and Shrek Two. For some reason, I that thought well. for some reason I thought you were about to say the podcast where we watch movies, so you don't have to. <laughs> well, you can take it as that as well. Um. Yeah. Uh. I'm Mari. I'm Marina. We are your hosts. Uh, we are your hosts. And believe it or not, <laughs> there's no one else gonna be. Like, coming after us to talk about the movie. How are you coming into the podcast today, Rita? I don't know. Maybe you can help me. (laughs) (laughs) I just made delicious pumpkin soup. Yum, yum. (laughs) (laughs) Yum, yum. And I've been an excellent member of the capitalist machinery today. (laughs) Haven't we all? So, maybe I'm... Fairy godmother, because I'm, you know, cooking potions and hustling. Hustling. <laughs> the hashtag girl boss that is the fairy godmother. She for she. Hashtag girl boss. Hashtag look out, glassy. <laughs> hashtag I'm with her. Um, yeah. Fairy godmother. Yeah, that sounds pretty fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I'm I'm similar, but I take a different approach. Um, okay. I've also uh, been a cog in the machine that we call capitalism for uh, all of today. It has truly drained me to my core. My back hurts. And I assume that this is uh, what you feel like if you work in a bar all day. Um, so I am... Uh, Interesting. So I am the, uh, the uh, ugly stepsister. Again, again, that we've had a lot of repeats. She is an icon, sister. Also, Shister. yeah, Shister. <laughs> I love her. She's she's one of my favorite second. Too. Like I like her more than I like the fairy tale creatures. Easy. Oh yeah, because the fairy tale creatures annoy me. They let's annoy be me. Frank. Yeah, they are annoying. Um, but uh, I, I'd like to also add that the reason I'm not the fairy godmother is because I don't have a positive outlook, and I don't think that the uh, yeah. sister has a great outlook after a day of working for villains in that dark bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keyword is dark because it is so fucking dark in Berlin. The winter dip has hit. It is there and it is here to stay for the next month. So. It has been so like foggy today that you can barely see outside the windows. It's just been. That's a fun weather. That's also sad. Here it's just fucking gray as balls. It's like it never left Scotland. Also, interesting that you have your back is aching because I hurt my back yesterday. Oh, you and did! It's still hurting. It, you did. I forgot. I don't you know said what that. I did. I I think I lied when I was like chilling in my bedroom. I was chilling the wrong way, and then <laughs> I got up and I lifted like a fucking pillow off the ground, and I was like <laughs> an eighty-year-old woman, be like, "Oh, my lower back." That's back. yeah. And then now I'm having terrible difficulties trying to move. That's anywhere. That sucks. I um. I have an equally dumb reason. I got really stressed about something that I finished on time with like an hour to spare because, and then my back got the stress. I don't understand how backs work oh like my this. God. My back took on the stress. Like a, like a psychosomatic It's so, but I know it thing. is. I know that when my back hurts is because I stress myself out. And like, it's so That's weird. Wild. Like by, backs are fucking ridiculous. They should not be, you know, how do they don't support us at all? Yeah. Where's the support? 
my stress thing is that my ears lock up. Interesting. And that's what I've had for the past year and a half. It's Ooh, fun. <laughs> that fucking sucks. I have a combination of the worst version of for me is like um, stomach acid, like really bad acid reflux. Mm-hmm. And my second new thing is, and I think it's because I work at a desk now and no longer work like standing up in like customer stuff. It's like when I'm sitting yeah. um, and I'm stressed, my back hurts. So I think those are the, yeah. I think I just need I you know what I want? I want a standing desk. I want to be that asshole from like Silicon Valley that's like got a standing desk. I have at work I have an electric desk. It's fun, but I forget to use it all the time. <laughs> See, I'm a very restless I'm not very good at working at a desk. Like I move around like every yeah. half hour. Like I'll go from my desk to my bed and then back to my desk. And like I'll walk around. You'd love it. You'd just yeah. Like, I'd love like, a standing have, like, desk. Like fifteen minutes standing up, fifteen minutes. I would like, love sitting down. that. That would truly. God, I need a standing desk. Those things are expensive, though. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, we have a podcast to record, don't we? <laughs> Enough about we facts. actually watched the movie. The same. movie. We watched the same movie. It's it's a miracle. Um, uh, we watched. Do you want to tell us what we watched? I'll tell yeah, you what, I, what we watched. Um, we watched Starship. Troopers, a 1997 film by Paul Verhoeven. Um, and Paul Verhoeven, if you're not Dutch. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in luck. No, you should say it so beautifully. You have, like, you know this shit. I do so know this shit. You guys are in luck because you guys have a Dutch um, host today. So, you know, it'll it, it'll be someone who can actually pronounce the name of the director. Um, mm-hmm. That's presumptuous. Plenty of people can say Verhoeven. Um... We should I give a little rundown of the mo- of the movie? Yeah, hold on. Let me do this thing first. We have a thing here. We rank the film according. Oh, you're to doing six it. <laughs> okay. Wait, start again. Let's go. Oh, that's right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What if, what if like one day you're sick and you can't talk and I have to do this all by myself <laughs> and I've trusted you to do it? So you know, uh-huh. I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. We're doing. We're ranking. This film by listing. (laughs) (laughs) This is going great. We have six categories. There you go. Story, characters, setting, soundtrack, moral, and studio lore. And we we both give our own grades to each section, and then we count the like happy medium of those two. And then at the end of the episode, we add them all together and do maths and find out the final score. (laughs) You know, for the movie. We got there. And that's how we do it is swamp it up. Yeah. Um, so we're in the 23rd century now. Um, us currently right now. Uh, it's 2320. We're from the future. <laughs> Planets have like uh, been colonized. Um, they're bug aliens now. And the humans are at war with them. So we follow... I want to say two people, but there's like four or five in total, depending on how who you think the main character group consists of. But it's I feel like four is like a good, like like four. Yeah, but a bunch <laughs> die, so you know. <laughs> That's fair. So you've got That's fair. Uh, Johnny Rico. You've got Carmen, who uh, joined the uh, United Citizen Federation to. Uh, 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 Fight, fight the bugs uh, with a bunch of their other pals. Um, uh, and it's it's not as fun as it seems. 
That's the movie. I feel like they make it pretty fun, <laughs> yeah. though. No, like, so essentially it starts off with them be going to school and joining uh, the military or the not the not the military service kind of and they uh and then johnny get johnny gets one of his squad members killed and is then uh demoted uh then buenos Aires gets destroyed and they go to proper war with the bugs uh and johnny then gets uh re-ranked because his entire family lives buenos Aires and they're all dead mm-hmm. um carmen meanwhile uh works as a pilot and decides that she wants to like uh, go for like a full career there. Um, she meets this other guy there that's uh, also from uh, from their old high school. Um, and you've got Carl, who's a psychic who reads minds. That's uh, Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. <laughs> that's hard. In Nazi regalia. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's it. Um, so Carmen and uh, <clears throat> Rico are dating. Um, then. They all just fucking go to war after Buenos Aires, essentially. Um, yeah. And a whole bunch of people die. <laughs> including, a whole bunch of people Including died. Dizzy, who was also uh, at school with them. And you see throughout the movie, she gets killed. Who I think is Rico's real love. Okay. Dizzy. Okay, sure. I'll take, take. I'll take it. I'll take it. And they find out that these bugs can essentially, like... Drain their brains and get their intelligence, like more intelligent. Get, learn, yeah, yeah like, like learn, learn what they know. Learn what they know. So, um, so it gets it gets more intense. A bunch of ships get destroyed in like a really cool but terrifying scene. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but they escape and like get to like a big. Do you need help? Yes. So, at the end. They, they, a bunch of people have died, and it seems like it's all terrible and horrible. And then, um, Xander, Carmen's kind of new boyfriend, dies, and they suck his brains out. And then Rico goes to save, um, Carmen, and they find the brain bug. And the brain bug is like, you know, doing its thing. And he gives the coordinates, and then the soldiers go and they capture the brain bug. Yeah. And then Neil Patrick Harris walks to the brain bug and reads his mind. And he puts his hand because he's a psychic. He puts his hand on the fucking brain brain bug and it's like, "What can we learn off him? What what the, what is the bug thinking?" And then he just says that the bug is afraid, and that's where the movie ends. It's treated as the biggest victory of all time <laughs> that the bug they've been fighting for for years is afraid yeah they take it as like the best news the of all sign. time and then the war just keeps on going and yeah. they keep so hiring new people and more people die and they just keep but the machine yeah going. but like rico carmen and i think carl they become like you know the they they, they become so throughout the entire movie you're interspersed with these propaganda videos which is mm-hmm. so fucking cool it's so well done it's i very really cool. really like it and it's like you know it essentially is like almost clickbait for you to join the military not you the view well yeah yeah, it's you know presented that way it's clickbait youtube videos about like why you should join the war effort it's literally what the u.s army does and by the way like i think a lot of uh military people it's those ads that they showed in the states before captain marvel but in like this universe yeah exactly army recruiting ads so then the main characters kind of become like the model like like people for the um for that in the end for the propaganda 
videos in the end. Yeah, because like first at the beginning we see them kind of there's these other like people there's these other captains and like higher ups Mm -hmm. that they are looking like who are the ones being shown in these movies and then slowly but steadily this core group just becomes more fascist themselves yeah and by the end they've just replaced all the captains because they're dead and now they are the like new captains and who knows maybe they will die next yeah and then someone new comes and takes their place because it's never ending it's literally like presented as like a never-ending war it's oh it's so like terrifyingly plausible (laughs) yeah 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 so let's start off with the first category which is story one story point that i have is that both shrek one and starship troopers they have the story where um they're going towards the perceived villain of the story. So dragon or the bugs in this case. Mm-hmm. But the whole, the real villain was here the whole entire goddamn time. <laughs> the villain was the, <laughs> yeah. or the fascist state. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, um, the villain enlists them. Yeah. That's kind of what happens to both. Like Shrek gets enlisted by Farquaad. Um, and everyone in this movie gets enlisted by the military service, which is eventually the downfall or not. And also that they need to be saved. The, the, the situation where they need to save is like manufactured yeah. and it's not real. Yeah. Because in um, Shrek, it's like, well, Fiona's fucking parents put her there. Yeah, you know? true. Like, we've seen she's a capable woman. And at the end, we also find out that the dragon is not actually like evil. So I'm like, does she need saving or is she just waiting to be saved? Mm-hmm. Like, those are different things. And then in Starship Troopers, we have this like fucking Mormon colony just going to this new planet and being like, cool, we live here now. Yeah. And then they're surprised that there's bugs. Yeah. That they've come to like bug territory and they start a war. Mm-hmm. And also like the threats, like, because there's this whole thing about how the bugs, the propaganda movies say this, that how the bugs use like meteors mm-hmm. as weapons. And I'm just like, and then the whole thing is like the meteor crashes down in Buenos Aires. And I'm just thinking, I don't think it's the bugs. Yeah. I think it's either space. Yeah. Or it's the fascist regime, like, producing (laughs) these, like, horrible events that keep the people, like, amped up and, like, we need to go to war because 12 million people die. So it's kind of, it is manufactured. Like, if you just leave the fucking box alone, clearly they're not coming to your place. You're just going to their planet all the time. Exactly. And I don't think these bugs don't seem like they control meteors exactly and it's like at the end where it's like you know the bug is afraid it's more like well maybe they were afraid all along and this is just you know this is their Mm. reaction to humans fucking destroying their goddamn planet yeah and like the this is their territory yeah this is their planet and buenos arrows is like their reason to like in like try and invade like the 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 bugs proper right and it's like yeah just, just like dude like even worse like like try harder I was going to draw um, a comparison between the fairy godmother's like, like whole thing and the propaganda, um, mm-hmm. because you have like the fairy godmother coming in and doing her song and dance in the beginning of Shrek too, um, and they also yeah. have like the um, the 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 card that she gives you, uh, gives gives Fiona and the Shrek eventually gets with like the. Um, the cottage in the woods that looks so beautiful, but when they actually get there, it turns out to be this massive fucking factory. 
Um, so it's kind of like, you know, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's got like this, this air of like, this is who the fairy godmother is meant to be. She's meant to be this bubbly, lovely person who will help you. But then as the movie goes on, you find out that like, it's actually all a fucking scam for capitalism. Um, yeah. Or like all, all, a, all a, a, a big front for this big endeavor that she's got going on for, um, yeah. to, 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 you know, like personal gain personal gain and not for the sake of helping to get like her own power, power exactly and material exactly power and material that's what it's about with her and it feels very similar to the propaganda uh well to the, the theme of the movie essentially where you get yeah. presented this lovely opportunity that'll help you so much and it'll be so cool and you'll You'll be a hero. You'll fight the bugs. You'll um, save the princess with this. You'll get to vote. You'll get to yeah. have kids. Yeah. You get to get into politics. Yeah. Like it's essentially if you don't fight, you you don't get anything. The options are very limited. Exactly. Which sounds familiar to mm. <laughs> other <laughs> other militaries. Ooh. No, I don't think so. No, no. there's <laughs> no parallels fake. to be drawn here. Sounds fake. Um, another story point I think um, is the kind of perceived like dictating people's reactions based on how they like manufacture the the way they perceive things. Mm-hmm. You know, this is very well explained. But how um, in Mm, Starship Troopers, we have the box, and they're like seen as these evil creatures yeah. with, like, at least the movie to us doesn't really paint them as anything except like these vile, horrible attackers. Mm-hmm. Unless you like read the subtext, yeah, and you try to like, f- like, you read between the lines, and that's like how people treat them. People are like, fuck the box, like, I'm gonna eat all the box for breakfast, like, let's fucking annihilate these, like, Let's fucking kill it all because they're terrible. Mm-hmm. And then we have Shrek in Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 as well, where it's like people see him as a horrible person. Mm-hmm. He's not. Mm-hmm. But like Shrek is given a chance. And that, like yeah. if we saw Starship Troopers through the eyes of the bugs, it could be more Shrek aligned in that way. <laughs> I would have bugged marry one of the, yeah. hu- the humans. <laughs> Backship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's that kind of thing where it's like Shrek is Shrek is not evil, but he kind of takes on the role of being evil, and also other people don't really give him a chance because they think he's an evil based on how he looks. Yeah, exactly. Another point that got me thinking was uh, self-sacrifice, <laughs> which doesn't happen in Shrek except for with Mongo in Shrek Two. Oh, <laughs> Brett for specifically Brett to be. Sp- Bred, killed, bre- honestly. Yeah, Mongo was bred to be killed, and honestly, you know, these people are enlisted so are, for cannon fodder in Starship Troopers. Yeah, like, the, the numbers that these people die in the battlefields are buckwild. Yeah. Like, hundreds of th- thousands every single time yeah. they have any kind of contact with the bugs. And also, I'm not quite sure, because clearly, like, Rico dies at least he's at one point like yeah he's not killed in action yeah but then he comes back but then he's in a, this like big vat i think where w- they're like rebuilding his skin and i'm thinking like 
is he at that point like higher standard so he is like actually brought back alive is it is it a technology that the country has but it's just cheaper to get new younger people in i and yeah that, that's why that's the, what like, i thought too i thought it was a, it, some kind of like you know they knew they they could just bring people back if they weren't completely torn apart because a lot of people yeah. would like definitely do and if die. it felt like worth the investment like yeah because I don't know if you'd bring back someone who'd never fought and then they just die at the first battle because clearly they don't know how to fight well enough to deal with that. Exactly. So. Um, and, you know, in the, in, the, in the same thing, like, you know, Mongo was never brought back. Um, mm-hmm. Though he was... A- Mongo's gone. Mongo's gone. But still in our hearts. In our hearts always. We remember Mongo fondly. Um, but, you know, bred for one specific purpose, which is to fight. Um, which Which... This system, like, kind of shows too. Yeah. I think, because you were, like, also maybe to, a little bit to your fairy godmother point. Mm-hmm. I think Fiona, when compared to the state of, like, the like the fascist state of Starship Troopers. Is, as in Fiona is this fascist state? No. They're, like, reversals of each other. Because, like, Fiona is, like, perceived as this beautiful princess and that's how she operates in the world and then she gets turned ugly but that's the real her and that's where she's comfortable and that's like her kindness shines through and then the state is like marketed as this like this thing of like the world is your home this is where all these people live and we're being attacked against and like protect your country because this is the best country of all time Mm -hmm. and then it's just like maybe it's not though (laughs) you know yeah so it's like this is the ideal. Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is the ideal. This is what you should be striving towards. And Fiona had the right sense to be like, fuck that. I'm becoming an ogre. Yeah. And none, nobody did in this movie. And that would have probably, you know, benefited a lot of them. You know, yeah, I think yeah. his parents were to talk them out of him, it. Um, but that was kind of it. They tried, but I mean, like, did you try enough? To be fair, if he'd stay with them, he'd be dead. <laughs> he'd be dead, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, no, that's all my story points. Those are my story points, too. I mean, we managed to get some, like, surprisingly enough, we managed to get some in there, eh? Yeah, and again, these are the kind of, this is like, sometimes this is fun to look at films that are so vastly different. Yeah. Because the story points you bring up are a bit different to what we usually go through. Exactly, and it's like, you know... You can, it's valid. It's all. It's all. It's just as valid. It's just as valid. And like they're all human stories. Yeah. Well, or ogre stories. In some, ca- but you know ogre what I mean. Stories. They're made. They're made by people, and they there will be Pe- yeah things that are like, um, unless it's rough night, in which case, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Um, and Halloween three. Oh God! Shut <laughs> up. Do you want to get a I score? Want a grade. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. I'm feeling strong about this, honestly. I'm giving it 62. I was going to give it a 68. So that is a... Fun. 65. I really just like the uh, fairy godmother imperialism... uh, Yeah. ...parallel. So I struggled with our next category, which is uh, characters. Because all the characters in the movie... like Are the same. Because the way... I don't... Like... Because it's a propaganda movie. Yeah. <laughs> so all the characters are these, like, very empty husks of people. Yeah. You know, and 
they're like there's it's not apparently many of them are from like um beverly hills 90 what's it called 90210 or you know those ones i never watched any of them but like almost all of them have been in those kind of melrose place that kind of show so they're like beautiful people but they're so like vapid just (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like that's the point. Yeah, of course it's the point. They all reminded me of um, early Prince Charming. Yeah, like, I feel like this is a movie, what would, like, honestly, even the, like, everything, like, mm-hmm. the, the entire culture of this movie is what happens if you have nothing but Prince Charming's around. That's what it is. And that's what the feeling I had, too. Like, none of them have any depth, and that's the point. So they, you yeah. know, they really, uh, they're good for the movie, but they're difficult to compare to Shrek characters because Shrek has such unique personalities for a good yeah. reason. Even down to the romance, because there's kind of this, like, these, like, we have Rico, Carmen, who are, like, the original couple, mm-hmm. and we have Dizzy, who's, like, spends the entire movie being in love with Rico. Mm-hmm. And then we have Xander, that... Carmen flirts with yeah. and then they both like go to space to fight bugs and they go to different places and Carmen and Xander end up in the same place and Rico and Dizzy end up in the same place and Carmen and Xander like have some sort of like fall in love maybe yeah. like at least they have something they like have, faster yeah. than Rico and Dizzy do and then it's like towards the end that Re- it seems like Rico and Dizzy find each other because mm-hmm. Carmen and um, Rico break up at one point um but it's this thing that then both of like they seem better suited with these other people because yeah. their relationship that we see at the start, Carmen and Rico, it's very teenager high school kind of. Yeah. Like we're just in it for the looks, honestly. Like there's no real yeah. depth to that relationship either. And then it seems like when we have a like we have these two new couples. They seem like maybe they are better off. Mm-hmm. But then both of these couples lose their, like, better half. Yeah. Dizzy dies and Xander dies. Yeah. And then you have these two characters that, like, broke off coming together. And it's kind of, like, it's that, like, meaninglessness that, like, Prince Charming uses by, like, trying to get up, get Fiona. Like, there's no real basis for anything. No. And they clearly pine for these other people. But they're just together because they're both beautiful and they win a fight. And they're just in the same fucking desert together. Yeah, exactly. And they're both, you know, they both don't have personalities outside of their jobs at the moment. Like, mm. Well, mm. like it's difficult to... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might as well get together, eh? God, it's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just so surface level. It's so like, surface Everything level. is so surface level. And that's why it, why it makes it so fun as well. It's a very fun movie. Yeah, it's difficult because I don't want to give like a low score, but then again, you know, because it serves its purpose. But that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, I say, I think we have to give a low score. To stay true. To stay true, but it is such an interesting... Yeah. Like, it's, it's, this film is just such a weird watching experience. Yeah. It's a but, good yeah, movie. I don't think we can grade because <laughs> yeah. we have, we have hundred gazillion billion Prince Charmings running this entire <laughs> operation. So it's going to be chaotic. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like, I, I'm going to give it a 20 because of the hundred gazillion Prince Charmings. Yeah, I'll I'll join you. Let's give it a let's 20. give it a twenty. 
Because it is a good Prince Charming. It's a great Prince Charming. I would love to see a film with... Well, we have the see, Shrek 5. Shrek Maybe 5. we can like, have like a little like um, what, alternative what, dimension where there's like billion Prince Charming. Or there's like... I think we should, in Shrek 5, we should include how Prince Charming got into the prince business. And it's like, you know, a propaganda, a prince propaganda <gasps> uh, show or something. Yes! <laughs> you want to fight for the kingdom? You want the right to marry a princess? <laughs> Become a knight and die. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Charming doesn't die. Uh, no. The next category is setting. Also, because, oh, here. Also, Prince Charming doesn't die. But Prince Charming is pretty, like, vague name. So what if his name is not actually Prince Charming? <gasps> what if Prince Charming is a title? Yes. That's actually a good point. Because every that. princess wants to marry. All the prince other Charming. princes are dead, have been killed. Yeah. He's the last. Like he's the last. He's of the, the ones. Or he just fought so well and killed so many yeah. ogres that he was able to, like you know, kind of get like a cashier job. Yeah, yeah, and like the Got courtesy the right title. To marry a princess. Yeah, exactly. What's Prince Charming's real name? Because also, him marrying name? Fiona is very much a business transaction. Yeah, and the king who needs knights. Mm-hmm. The king, mm-hmm. who would have the power to gift Fiona to a Prince Charming, the king. It's it. We need to. The king is a metaphor for thing. American imperialism. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Honestly. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so you know how um, we don't have like you know how Shrek is a parody. We finally yeah. have a fucking, well, satire. A, Starship Troopers is a satire, right? Satire, yeah. Um, and we, but I think there are like parody elements to it. Oh, definitely. Like, there's definitely like the the, so much of it feels almost comical, you know, the propaganda uh, things and like the the, the, ending, um, and mm-hmm. I feel like that is something that we haven't really seen much of before in the movies so i really like that element that element of like you know that we we know what this is about and we can tell that it's not being true to form it's being ironic about its uh depiction though shrek ends up being unironic apparently this film does like like when it came out Mm -hmm. some people just saw it as a dumb fucking sci-fi yeah, those Some people see it as a pro-fascist <laughs> yeah. movie. Some people like see this film and they label it as like, well, it's obviously pro-fascism. Yeah, yeah, but uh... so it's 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 let's say it's more. I don't think it is, but apparently it's more subtle than Shrek. <laughs> okay, okay, but I guess also like the okay that's studio lore ish that I'm gonna get into now a little bit, but the entire idea that the book was this unironically like the book wasn't a satire it was just this oh so there yeah. if you have that in mind you might go in thinking that but in general especially the, yeah. especially in 2020 there's no way you can see that movie well actually there's probably people who could see that movie and think it's not a satire depends how thick your denial goggles are yeah and unfortunately they're thicker for more people than we thought yeah <laughs> So I take Roughly it back. 50% of the American <laughs> <laughs> Roughly, give or take. Population? Less than 50%. But the intent is satire. And we can read it as the satire. Intent, yeah. 
Uh, and it, it commits to that very well. It commits to the bit 100%. Yeah. Like, so well. I think I texted you when I was, like, watching this movie, and I'm just like, it is, like, weirdly crisp. Yeah, it is it's very like crisp. It's fresh winter morning. It's such, like, a solid viewing experience. Yeah. You just go in, and everything is just, like, it all works so well. And the special effects are, like, same. This goes same for Shrek. Yeah. With the 3D animation. There you look so good. Yeah, it does look good. The moment where the ship gets blasted in half, I like, you know, mm-hmm. really like clutched my pearls. I was like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. This is beautiful. Especially considering we saw, you know, the Star Wars prequels closely after. <laughs> so in the in the same in the same time frame. <laughs> yeah. And that's no Starship Wild. Troopers. Um, I yeah. When I was watching this film, I was just like, oh my god, like, I crave, like, is this what it feels like to watch sci-fi with, like, a good through line? Because <laughs> Star Wars films, I'm just like, Ugh. I'd rather watch this three times at this point. No, watch three Star Wars films. I mean, yeah. to be fair, Star Wars at the moment is so... But specifically the last ones but also i have personal grudge that they didn't plan a fucking trilogy beforehand yeah so that casts a dark shadow on all of the new star wars well i was gonna movies, say like i feel like, like star plan wars, your product star wars is no longer and i don't think it ever was because star wars is more fantasy than sci-fi at its core right at its core elements yeah yeah, yeah. um but like you know the entire like star wars has is no longer a pinnacle of sci-fi stuff no because um, we can just watch Star Trek Beyond and be happy. We can just watch Star Trek Beyond, exactly. Or the or the 2009 Star Trek movie. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> but not maybe Into Darkness. Not, <laughs> not necessarily. We're jury's out on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's fun because it's also like because Shrek. We say it here all the time. Mm-hmm. Shrek commits the bit. Mm-hmm this film commits the bit mm-hmm. even in such a way that um because you have the wee propaganda snippets like the like youtube videos yeah put in there to like the relay ads. the news but then you also have the large movie the movie that contains all the love stories and the like character cro- growth question mark <laughs> the character um, continuum <laughs> yeah and it's, you know, because even that commits to the bit. Because it seems like a movie they would show to the people who actually live in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the point, so right? It, yeah. It's, it's on, like, a couple, couple levels. Mm-hmm. Love love how Nazi heavy it is with, like, the symbolism. <laughs> it's <laughs> scary, all Committing to the setting. Yeah. Like, pit, yeah. pit too. Mm. It's it's committed to the, like, the just the entirety of the, the, um, the military-ness. That's a mm-hmm. very good sentence. It's, yeah. It's committing to the worst parts about the military. The, the imperialism of it all. The imperialism of it all. That's it, essentially. Yeah. It's there. Uh, it's prominent. It makes for... A, a, a uncomfortably good watch. Yeah. It's pretty to look at, mm-hmm. but also gory as shit. It's so gory. It's so... And it's like... A, I, there's this article that I like kind of wanted to read beforehand because I remember in uni 
reading this article called um, Starship Troopers, The War on Terror and the Spectacle of Censorship. Because mm-hmm. it's it is like it's so fun how it's done in this movie where there's like you see like horrific images, yeah. like horrific. Yeah. But then you have the propaganda reels mm-hmm. and you have like weird bit censored. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a carib- I wish I'd read the article, but I didn't want to pay for it. Not right now. I'm not. <laughs> um, maybe one day. Um, but it's just God. I I wish I could have found like a fun BuzzFeed article on it. Like, why did they censor these specific things? You'll never guess what happens next. It's almost like they're... I think it's maybe something like kind. It's, it's by censoring these things. They make it seem so much worse than it maybe is because yeah. we see the horrific things, and yeah. then he's just thinking like, "Well, if we're if this is the thing they choose to censor." Well, that's the thing, right? I think of the I think of like the the cow, the scene where this alien um, in a propaganda reel uh, kills this cow, and they censor the entire killing of a cow, and then like the next mm. scene is you see someone graphically like breaking their arm, um, and like, yeah, the, you also see like the the the. A sea of bodies with decapitated heads and no legs and no arms. Um, you know, there's this. It's it's a purposeful thing of saying like the propaganda will make it more scary and will make it seem so much worse, and will make the bugs seem worse. Yeah, um, but then we also have a censorship where we've just seen a scene where like the bug like sucks out the Sanders' brain. brains. Yeah. Terrible mm-hmm. and. Then we have propaganda film where they have the brain bug captured mm-hmm. and they jam something into its mouth and that's censored. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that gave, that was maybe like one of the most uncomfortable moments. Because yeah. I was just like, I was just, it, it, it was so bad. It was, it just somehow felt so. Ugh. Yeah. And it's also going, going to show for like uh, the, the truth of war versus what we're allowed to see, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the reality is yeah, that we, yeah. we, the viewer, get to see the uncensored version, but they, the hypothetical viewer in the actual uh, universe watching the propaganda reel, will not see the horrors until they actually go there. Yeah. And it, then it will not be fun for them. It's no longer fun and censored. <laughs> it's no longer yeah. fun and censored. And now we see the real deal and now it's fucking terrifying. Anyway. Also, one thing, one little Shrek detail still, which is Shrek... And Starship Troopers both use because we have the propaganda films in this one. Yeah. In Shrek, we have like that weird cop show. Yeah, we do have the weird cop show. We do have the weird cop show. So, kingdom propaganda, you know? Cop shows are often used for that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, let's see. I feel strongly about this one too. Me too. I'm going to give it a 68 again. Oh, I'm going to give it a 76. Okay. Oh god, 70. My brain has stopped working. 72. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next category is soundtrack. Propaganda film. Yeah. Sure, it sure does that. That's what you just think. Yeah. It's it's just classical film score, and it's like at points this kind of like heroic rock music. Yeah. It's like uh, it's it's what you expect to be fair. I mean, it works for the movie. There's no diegetic uh, sound really. There's a lot of there's no singing along to fun soundtracks, which is fair considering the movie doesn't really allow itself for that. There's one f- scene where Ace, mm-hmm. one of the um, military boys, yeah, they have like a party, and 
they just like get these like fun things to make it a party mm -hmm. in the desert and he just picks a violin and starts playing oh, it oh yeah you're right that's like diegetic music at least yeah. that i for sure can say yeah and also it's like i don't know maybe there's something about like oh look at this soldier boy but he knows how to play the violin which would he rather be doing if he hadn't been like built into this machine of war i have to say it was a really cool violin because it was like electric yellow it was so cool isn't it like plastic see-through thing but yeah i don't have anything else to say the music works for the purpose of the propaganda film yeah it's, it's fine like you know it's fine sweeping orchestral score exactly it works for what it is no yeah. uh but i guess the propaganda films had similar motifs but apart from that mm. not it doesn't have the shrek magic it doesn't have the shrek magic and that's fine not every movie needs that it's fine it doesn't need it yeah um what a score 52 40 so that's a 46 Moral. Now. <laughs> I feel like there's two levels these morals work on. Yeah. There's the... Us seeing this film and watching and what moral it gives. Yeah. And then there's if you are part of that universe and you watch this propaganda film, what the moral is. The two levels are essentially join the military, don't join the military. The director, I was able to find like an actual quote where the director talks about the themes of the movie and that kind of stuff. And it's just like moral as well. And it's war makes fascists of us all. Mm -hmm. So that works on like both levels, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it really does. Whether you join or don't join, that is the all encompassing factor. Yeah. What a, what a choice quote. Because that is just, that's what war does. You can't have a war unless you're like actively hating against the people you're fighting against yeah no exactly then why not why have a war why not talk it out you can't have a war without propaganda yeah it's not i don't i don't believe it's possible i don't think so too but yeah it's pretty clear yeah i mean i guess there yeah there, it's kind of difficult to draw parallels with shrek considering we don't get the bug side of the story <laughs> Oh, hmm. Like if we got hmm. if we got the bug side of the story, you know, it would have been yeah. like it may have been a little bit different, but we don't because yeah, it's a propaganda then it's like, movie. Don't don't judge a bug by its cover, by its like slime color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we don't get bug representation the way we need it. They are just no. used to. Be I do feel off. very very bad for the brain bug at the end. <laughs> you look truly sad. Like upset. Yeah, yeah. I do too. What you, yeah, me too. Like, I feel... <laughs> but also, the biggest fucking laugh of the entire movie is Neil Patrick Harris touching yeah. the bug at the end and just exclaiming, He's afraid! And everyone starts, like, screaming and shouting and celebrating. It is harrowing. It's harrowing. But also fun. Yeah. That, that gif was used a lot during the US elections last week, and I don't really know how to feel about that now knowing what the movie's about. Oh yeah, right. In what context? Like, um, like reactions to um to Trump tweeting about uh, uh stop counting the votes. Everyone was like quote tweeting it with like he's afraid, and it's like I don't like this in this context. Now that I know the context, I don't know it works the way you yeah. want it to work. <laughs> Watch the movie first, and maybe uh, yeah, you know. Yes, Trump was afraid. Yes, it's Why fantastic. Why would you want to align yourself with a Nazi that's, in this case as well? That's essentially... 
He's wearing the fucking Nazi clothes. I mean, yeah. I mean, on the other hand, like, it's all fiction. It's all, like, you know. But, you know, still, knowing the context still... made me feel a little bit like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I didn't see any of this. Yeah, it's not going to get a very high score because it's not Shrek. But, like, it's, you know, yeah. again, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Watch the movie anyway if you haven't. Even if it yeah. doesn't, isn't Shrek-like, it's... Watch it. It's, watch it. That's the thing, though. We're not. This is this is the thing. Like, okay, I know Ralph Knight is currently at the bottom of this thing, <laughs> but like, if you want to watch a film that's not Shrek, you watch <laughs> Ralph Knight. You know, I feel like this scale works both ways. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean a movie's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just more closely verifiable as pure perfection because we've also seen some (laughs) movies such as sonic the hedgehog climb pretty fucking high (laughs) i don't know if i'd like watch that like super soon (laughs) exactly you know it it is uh, this move this podcast is a a spectrum it's a political spectrum do them both like we go up down and left and right you know we've got a lot going on here um exactly the mo- so i'm gonna give the uh score for moral a 20 again Hmm. i think me too okay if i really wanted to like start investigating i feel like we could maybe get like something out of shrek too but i <laughs> i'm not gonna no exactly so i'm giving it like like a f- free 20. Yeah. You know, kind of like, ooh. Have fun. Like, go catch. Maybe it's there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. The last element is studio lore. Based on a book. It's uh, it's interesting because the book is so... The book is this, but face value, which is very funny. Yeah, it's all, like almost the antithesis of this movie, yeah. in a way. Yeah, exactly. Because it was, it, you know... It's the same story with a different perception without the satire. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, which is why I said that I can understand people go into this maybe thinking that it's not a satire and then just being like, this is the movie version of the book about uh, space bugs. And it's yeah. like, well, actually, it's not. Think again. Think again. Um, so, yeah, the... Shrek was also based off a book. We have in making of Shrek, we have the writers getting into the nitty gritty of the Shrek experience mm-hmm. by bathing themselves in the mud to see how it works so they could animate it. Mm-hmm. I would argue that to a certain degree, Paul, insert Mari saying the last name, Hoover. Um, when he was <laughs> directing, there's this very like cool shower scene uh-huh. in the movie uh-huh. where it's like co-ed naked people just showering and having fun and discussing discussing the horrible reasons why they are yeah. in the military Yeah, and apparently the actors didn't want to be naked or they were kind of like well we don't want to do this so Paul or her um, he um, <laughs> agreed to film the thing naked himself oh my god so he filmed that scene naked at the big, at the request of his actors, and I'm just you know like solidarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my God, what a what a trooper. animate that mud. It's such an interesting movie to get in from the studio lore perspective, and yet yeah. nothing applies to Shrek, 
which is the annoying thing here because, you know, yeah, no, it's just like the entire, uh, I, you know, I do believe that audience um, reception is important when it comes to media. Like uh, the intent does not always mean that it pays off. I mean, to us, the intent yeah. is very obvious in this movie. Um, but apparently was not to all Americans and to a lot of other people who just thought that it was like a, a right-wing fascist movie. Which yeah. is wild. About killing bugs. <laughs> About killing bugs. Kids went to see this movie for some reason. Oh, no! And they were just like, that's a fun bug movie oh, where no! they kill bugs. Oh, no! I could not have And seen then 20 years later, they watch this movie again and they're like, hold on. I do not remember this movie at all. <laughs> I just remember the boobs and the bugs. The boobs, the bugs, and the dismembered bodies. Just mm. just Starship Trooper thing. But I have a couple things that um, <laughs> align with Shrek. Okay, go ahead. Because um, it is a franchise. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is a franchise. And <laughs> Shrek, to a degree, they're both franchises of drop in quality <laughs> the more movies they make the worse they become uh-huh. there's a reason why we have accepted only Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 into our canon exactly are there any franchises that do well after the like second or third movie I say Harry Potter like before yeah but they had that <laughs> Jolene Rowling did her thing <laughs> Jolene Coling Rowling Lord of the Rings okay Lord of the sorry Rings. Okay, after, okay, a four, give me a fourth sequel that's good. The fourth movie in a franchise that's good. <laughs> Some people claim that Shrek. Uh, we do not subscribe to these ideas yet. I know, but maybe one day we will watch Shrek 4 and see for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, um, um, Star Wars. <laughs> the fourth movie. <laughs> <laughs> you too much about Star Wars in this episode. Did I fucking stutter? The fourth movie chronologically was not good, though. I think maybe this is. <laughs> uh, let's not discuss no. it. Um, Star Trek, the new movies, I think improved because Star Trek Beyond is the latest one. It's the best. Yes, it is the best one. God, Star Trek Beyond was good. Anyway, anyway. to go back to studio, <laughs> I can I can bring you franchise movies that do well. Yeah. Um. Also, there's this hint of irony to a degree when it comes to what the movie depicts and how it lives after because mm-hmm. Shrek is like this like anti-Disney movie mm-hmm. where it makes fun of the way Disney do things how it's so com- commercialized and that kind of stuff yeah. but Shrek kind of becomes the monster itself yeah Shrek know? becomes like, the thing it first most franchises and like merch and games and like everything you could buy like Shrek becomes a behemoth on its on his own and starship troopers um anti-military movie for some mm-hmm. <laughs> um they did a first person shooter game where you just play as rico and kill bugs oh no oh no you are that they became what people who don't like video games fear the most yeah because <laughs> there's like it is um a first person shooter game also titled Starship Troopers was released in 2005 also That's late. and this um yeah it's set 5 years after the events of the film the game also featured Van Dien voicing the in-game version of Johnny Rico Oh god Oh there was one in 2000 as well There was Yeah Oh yeah that was a first person shooter It was like real time tactics to so, like civilization still like war <laughs> 
about like waging war. <laughs> but it's war still bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So they do that. Both of them kind of become the thing to degree that they make fun of or criticize. Mm-hmm. Oh, how ironic. Where like maybe the original context is no longer important. Yeah. I'm literally just having a look. Oh, it's a it's a Microsoft like it's for a computer. I was like, can we still get the game? I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this movie makes me want to do? Shoot Fucking bugs. Kill people <laughs> in video games. No, not kill. No people. Just bugs. Well, the thing is, my theory for a moment there was like it's gonna be so cheap. It's gonna be like a euro, and I want to see how bad it is. And you have to, and you have to get to our Patreon that we don't have just yet. Yes. Our Twitch Patreon, our Twitch Patreon, which we, we which we will play if we get a where we game. if we get popular enough and it's still you know in your hands, um, we will get a Twitch, we'll get a Twitch Patreon, and we will uh, play Starship Troopers. That'd be so funny. It's all in your hands, dear listener. Yes. <laughs> Tell your mom to listen to us. Oh wait, this is not the end. No, yet. you want to grade? Yeah, let's grade first. <laughs> I'm gonna give this uh, a thirty-four. Yeah, I'm giving it. You know, do you think there would be like a little spite element? Because oh shit, the movie was that made. was my point, and I forgot to talk about it. It is a spite movie. Because the it original is. text is so that as well. Like first of all, the, it's a spite movie because the book is um, so different. God, my work yeah. has fried my brain today. I need to get back on it. Yeah, no, that was going to be my big argument, and also it's a spite film against the U.S. military. Yeah. <laughs> Like fucking biggest. What Disney is to Shrek ever. is the U.S. military to Starship Troopers. Beautiful. It's spike movie. It's our first spike movie. Fucking seventy. Our first proper spike movie. I'm gonna movie. give it because there's fun things. We have declining quality. We have becoming the monster you you fear. try to not yeah. be. Um, I'm gonna give it seventy four. Okay, seventy two. I like it. I like it a lot. That's fantastic. I forgot about the spite. Anyway, um, I'm going to calculator and you can um, uh, tell tell us what we're watching next week. Yeah. Um, I kind of teased it a little bit in the last episode. Because when this episode comes out, it's going to be Finnish Independence Day soon-ish. Like... I'm not exactly sure on the dates, but like the Finnish Independence Day is on the sixth of December. Oh. So I was thinking, let's go for a Finnish movie. Uh-huh. And then I was thinking, like, no, let's not even go for a Finnish movie. Let's go for a product that encapsulates the Finnish experience that I have entrenched myself in. Um. For an entire summer, back in 2014, I think. 14, 15. Okay. Um, this movie, um, it's not, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I actually carry active hatred towards it. You're becoming me in the sense that you're doing movies that we don't like, it seems. Oh, Omari. Omari. <laughs> Omari. But I feel like this is a bigger slight against me than you. Okay. And. Just because of the trauma it bears. Okay. And this truly, this specific IP this movie is based on took Finland by storm. And oh no, I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Are we doing the Angry Birds movie? Yes, we're doing <laughs> Angry Birds movie. No. 
the games develop in Finland, and my God, do we like to remind people of it <laughs> and ourselves? Oh. So we will be watching the 2016 animated spectacle, Angry Birds movie. I need to see. I have a picture of Rena somewhere, and if I find it, I'll post it on our Instagram. Um, of re- of us, oh my god! Of us, yeah, of, of us in Scotland, uh, we went to the movies one time, and there was this massive cardboard cutout of the Angry Birds movie, um, and we have a picture yeah. of Rena sitting there, looking so angry and sad. Because I worked two summers in an Angry Birds theme park, <laughs> or like, or like not an Angry Birds theme park, but like dedicated Angry Birds area yeah. of a theme park. <laughs> And it is just as bad as you think it sounds. I don't know how I'm gonna react to this, but I have a this this is this is this oh god. Whatever. Maybe I can finally bury the hatchet. What if the movie's so good that I just like instantly look back to my working days as like beautiful and wonderful and wholesome? <laughs> I hope so. Uh the final score for the movie uh, Starship Troopers is a forty nine point one seven. Hmm. Hmm. I would have maybe wanted a higher one, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine because it is so fucking different. It is very different. Like, it does insanely well. Insanely different. It does well considering it's a completely different genre. You know. Yeah. It's higher than if we're looking at movies in the same category. It's higher than Gone Girl. It's higher than Star War. Star Wars: Attack of the Clones. Mm. Um, it's. Uh, oh wow! I would never guess. Who would have ever fucking thought? Because those characters have just as much depth <laughs> as the characters in this movie. Yeah. Um. For uh. For and like a similar thing is like Train to Busan, which is also very different from Shrek, and which got mm. forty nine and a half. Like we said, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. Um. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat and swap it up is a spectrum. <laughs> And on that note, if you haven't yet, uh, go to our Instagram, Swamp It Up Podcast, subscribe to us there, or follow us there. That's probably the better word for it. Uh, subscribe yeah, to specifically because you will see pictures of me in Angry Birds settings. Yes, yeah, that. You will also see cool edits, uh, pictures of bikers, mice from Mars, um, and yes. whatever other content we decide to post um, on there. Maybe if we decide to do something for Christmas and New Year, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, that's where you can usually participate if we ask for audience participation. If we do. Um, yeah. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Rate us on iTunes. Do the podcast things everyone asks you to do. Help us out. For us this time. Yes. Just do it. This one time. Um, do it for us. Just do it. So we can get that Twitch Patreon. We Patreon Twitch? Patreon Twitch. Twitchreon. Twitchreon. You know? That's what... <laughs> We'll We're gonna gamers. create it. We'll we'll create a website which is both Twitch and Patreon. Maybe I'll play Angry Birds there. Maybe I'll play Starship Troopers 2005 there. Thanks so much for listening, yeah. guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.